Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you guys already know what time it is. The Dynamic Duo Podcast is back in our house. It's yours truly, the man that's always doing the most, keeping the cut close. Funkadella Jones is in the house. It's your boy Aaron Fornicetti, and I keep forgetting we have the countdown, but welcome back to another episode of Basement Friday. Check us out on all streaming services and also on YouTube where you can see your boys live down by the Riverside, which we are hosted by Riverside and also Anchor. So shout out to both of them. And I want to say, I forgot for two weeks straight. Another thing I forgot, shout out to Nigeria, right? Who've been listening to us. Shout out to Nigeria. All y'all out there, y'all off, pass it to us. You know, any food y'all got? I, I want to try, you know. Hey, that's the motherland. So you guys already know, man. We in the motherland. We doing it big in the motherland, you know. Might got to come out there, you know. Might got to come out and do a show for y'all, you know, man. Like, out there in the tribes, out there in the jungles, in the woods, you know. Might get bit by a snake, but hey, at least, at least I'm going out. At least I'm going out great as a podcaster, you know. What happened to man? Ain't going to be no show. <laughs> like, what happened to him, man? He got bit by a snake, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this nigga's different out there. They they got them, they got them twelve foot, fifteen feet anacondas out there. I never went that. Go manager, like, look, I can't come back. You know what I mean? Y'all got y'all got lions and elephants just walking around freely out there. I'm just like, well, he got trampled by elephants. So well, it goes my story. Like I said, like I always tell you, man, something happened to me. Tell my story. <laughs> Tell my story Tell to the people, to the tribe. But let's get to our today's episode. What you got for the five minutes? Five minutes, man, ladies and gents, man. Learning how to diversify your money, man. You know what I mean? Don't put all your eggs in one basket because that's not what I'm doing. I know I'm probably late to the party. But i do like white people do, man. White people got like 15, 15 bank accounts. I only got three, but... I only got three, but <laughs> that ain't the point. But, like, diversify your money, man. You know what I mean? You got to have one for your bills, one for spending, and the other one just for hell. I think everybody should at least own, like, one credit card, though. Use it wisely, though. But I think, you know, if all my people, I, I think everybody should at least have one credit card. Just don't. I would hope so. Yeah, just don't blow your money recklessly on that thing. But I think everybody should at least own one credit card. Don't own 15 of them. No, just own one credit card. That's all. But I, I have no five-minute rant, so I'm going to just capitalize off of this. If you're out there without a credit card, why don't you have a credit some card? People, some people scared. Some people scared about the, the, the financial responsibilities. Like, you got to pay the junk back or, you know, like, you they, when, they, when they see, like, a certain number... On a credit card, they think like, yo, I'm about to just like shop till I drop on that joint, you know. So, but not knowing credit cards, it ain't like a debit card where you spend the money and that's it. No, like credit cards, you gotta you gotta pay all that back. So So they're financially irresponsible. Yeah. I, I I feel like people who don't have credit cards or don't have bank accounts just say, Okay, I'm poor with money. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what it is, a credit card. It's not your money. <laughs> That's how you build credit. You show them responsibility. 
And if you have bad credit, you're not responsible. I mean, like I said, you just know, like, you know how a lot of people in this world get, like, when your credit line gets to a certain point, people are like, oh, I got three thousand. I'm about to just blow three thousand. You know how people get. Not knowing you got, not knowing you got, pay, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. knowing you got to pay all three thousand and then jump back. So, so right. I'm just saying. But diversify your money. Don't put all your money in one account. I'm trying to tell you that's how that's how white people, that's how these rich white people get. I'm trying to tell you that's how. You think they all? You think they pay all that 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 jet and them boats and yachts and them helicopters? You think they come from one account? Nope, nope. That's an offshore account that don't nobody know about. Financial literacy <laughs> by your truth, Funky Deli Jones. You're welcome. <laughs> and, and and before we get into the episode, I just want to tell people there's a difference between good credit and bad credit. So good credit is where people buy, you know, the ships and the all that stuff, how they buy on real estate. And bad credit is when you get repo for your car and your boats and your real estate. So make sure you read up on the difference. You're truly much a punk of that, you know? <laughs> I learned it from him. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the repo, man. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Don't be like talking to your car's repo. But... We're going to get to today's episode, man. I, I, I want you to talk about these spoiled Hollywood kids. So for people who haven't heard yet, Elba came out with a new movie or has a movie coming out with it. I'm not sure. Haven't been paying attention. And it's called Beast. So there's a girl who's auditioning. You know, they bring in young, talented artists, uh, young, talented actors. And they start off their career like that. So Elba's daughter wanted to be casted for the role. And just like any responsible parent would, you know, not showing any favoritism, you got to audition. You know, you got to get your trainer wheels worked on. And she didn't get the part. And she didn't talk to him for three weeks because she didn't get the part. She felt she should have automatically got the part because she's Idris Elba's daughter. But that's not how it works around here. So I want to know your opinion about these Hollywood spoiled rich kids thinking they deserve something for nothing. Well, understand like like this, kids. In life, I don't. They don't care who your dad is, who your mom is. We don't care. You got to work for things in life. Everybody don't get the Kardashian pass. Who just oh, you're a Kardashian. Let me just automatically just let you through the front door. It don't work like that. Okay. So, this is the first time me hearing this story, but just hearing this story is crazy as hell. Like, for her not to talk to Idris out because he didn't just like, hey, I want my daughter to just have the role. But again, what if she can't act? You know? That's probably why she ain't because get the role. Think, but, Cause think about it like this, right? Um, so you got you got Idris Alba's daughter. She ain't get the role, she ain't get the part. Now she mad, now yep. she mad at the world. So for all those that don't know, the, the Hulu show, uh, the Wu-Tang American Saga on Hulu, the dude that played Old Dirty Bastard, everybody was like, why didn't y'all just get Old Dirty Bastard's son to play Old Dirty Bastard? And Rizza said it. He can't act. <laughs> he said it. He can't act. You look at you look at Ice Cube's son when it came out straight out of Compton. Ice Cube made his own son audition to play him. He looked, he looked just like Ice Cube. But he made him audition. He didn't just hand him the part. 
he still made him audition because again, what if like what if like they're like, okay, like Ice Cube, how about your son play you? And Ice Cube's son can't act. Then what? Now you gotta go you gotta go find somebody who looks remotely close to Ice Cube and who got his mannerism down and who can act. Like you you gotta find all these things. That's why I say like you literally had his son who got the same facial expressions, his same mannerism. I mean, like everything is right there in front of him. All you gotta do now is act. So like with these Hollywood kids, same thing with Jaden Smith. You know, Jaden Smith for real, for real, can't he can't act for real. But Again, he getting what? The we know who your father is treatment. We know who your mother treatment is. He's only had one major movie, which was actually I wanna say, well shit, I say one for real, for real. Cause I don't say the karate kid though. Karate kid is probably his major movie. Like I wouldn't even count the pursuit of happiness because he was only what, five years old in that movie or something? I, this man blockbuster star. Hey, but after Earth was garbage, he did with his father. That move was terrible. Okay? And it's like, again, but Jaden Smith, other than that, he can't act. Willow Smith only had that little short little role in I Am Legend. And you wonder why she don't got no movies. Because she probably can't act. But she found her niche, and she does talking with her mom on, on Red Table Talk. So these kids got to realize that just because you have a famous... You have a famous uh, 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 parent does not mean you just gonna get handpicked for roles. I didn't even know dude. I didn't know dude that played ballers. I didn't know that Denzel Washington's son for a very very long time. But I guarantee you, he had to act to get that part. Now he's like, oh man, that's Denzel's son. Hey, I like, I know he ain't just ain't just oh that's Denzel boy. All right, we gonna just give him the role. No, cause what if Denzel's son can't act like Denzel? Then what? You gonna be like, ah, he just not he nothing like his father. Jesus. Yeah, and and that's the thing about it. You know, you got these kids who they can't act. They can't act. At the end of the day, it's show business. So it's just like, what are you going to do about it? You're going to get somebody who can't act. You're going to get somebody who looks remotely like them. So you could be mad all you want. The Kardashian pass doesn't work, and people in the uh, on social media were talking about. Oh, well, they do it for these white uh, actors. First of all, why is everything about color? I, I just don't under, understand that. Like, why are we making everything about color? It has to do with parental, you know, parental guidance. It has to do with parental uh, advisory. Just making sure that your kid has the best opportunities in life. That's irregardless of color. But if she can't act, she can't act. Sorry. I'm just going <laughs> I'm going to stop y'all right there when it comes to this race thing. You name me five white uh, actors that's like kid actors, kid stars who parents is like known and can act. Just name me like three. Name me like three or four or five. Name me like three or four. Who, who, what white, what white actor, actresses, child is like, yo, that's the son or daughter of such and such. They can't like I can't think of anybody at the moment. I'm 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 just saying I'm I'm a little confused. The only one like I probably know. Dang, I, I can't honestly I can't even think of one. I know. Uh, <laughs> I can't even think of one. I know. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the Blind Side. We're gonna say the Blind Side. Um, the 
oldest daughter, and I'm only reason I'm referencing because Aaron is a big Phil Collins fan, but that's his granddaughter. She can't act for real. I think her name is Lily Collins. She can't act for real. That's Phil Collins' granddaughter. She can't act for real. So what other white, what other white the Kardashians can't act? Like the only reason why Lily's hmm? daughter. Lily, his oh, daughter. Oh, that was granddaughter. Oh, somebody. Nah, he did, he just old. Seven day came. She can't act. <laughs> Either way, she can't act. Okay, like the Kardashians, they can't act. The only reason why they do reality shows so well is because they don't have no talent. You do know you don't have to have talent to do reality TV. You don't have to have talent. You can legit be that person just sit on the couch all day and just be like, what? And then you had your one moment. I don't know why. I don't know why they're arguing. But hey, this is every day. You got that one little five minute little line. That's it. Reality TV is no is no skill to reality TV. It's really not. So what white? That's why when they say like white, that's when they say white. What white actor or actress? Who like who? The only family I know is uh, Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez, even though they had, you know, they're I all mean, together. They, they, had, they but, had their little run, though. That was back in, like, the 80s and the 90s. They had their... Acting is acting. You know, if we want to name anybody, we can name them regardless of time. You know time. what I'm saying? Like, they had, their, they had their run back in the 80s and the 90s. Okay, cool. But you can take you can take acting you can take acting just like sports, right? Just because you're the son of such and such, you're supposed to get special treatments. No, because what if you don't live up to your what if you don't live up to your your father or mother's name? What if you don't live up to it? I'm just being real with you. Like prime example, let's all go ahead and let's go ahead and get the elephant out of the room. Let's talk about Bronny James. I'm not knocking Bronny James' skills. But Bronny don't like they Bronny's getting so much hype because of what? It ain't really his his gameplay. Like he's he's good, but he ain't mind blowing of a player. He's getting a lot of buzz because of what? Who's his father? So what if LeBron so what if Bronny come in the league and he is nowhere near close to LeBron James status? Then what? So that's how you would look at these actors. Like, what if Idris Alba daughter is nowhere near close to Idris Alba? Then it's like, mm. like ooh. Uh, okay, uh, you like, Whew. okay, uh, you like, wow, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay, we know Tracy Ellis Ross like fifty, but again, we know we know who her mother is. She may not be a singer, but. At least Tracy Ellis Rose can somewhat of an act. Y'all remember my man? Didn't she come out with a song? I don't, know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Like y'all remember? Y'all remember uh, Ant from ATL? That's Tracy Ellis Rose's brother. You can tell he can't act for real. He had one movie. You just like okay, okay, but that's it. Solange, okay, Solange has Solange has been in her own lane. But guess what? Solange is always going to be known as. Beyonce's sister. No disrespect to her, but she's always be known as this is Beyonce's sister. You know Solange, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beyonce's sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I mean, let's be real for a second. Like, let's be real for a second. Like, if you always living in the shadow of what somebody of your own, if you have a fam, a famous family member, and you don't live up to the hype or expectation, you're always just going to be, oh, that's such and such sister, that's such and such brother, that's such and such son, that's such and such. That's all you're going to be. Michael Jordan kids failed in the in the NBA. I don't even think they tried to go pro, but they still they at this point they're just what? Michael Jordan's son. Oh, it's Marcus Jordan. Who? Michael Jordan's son. Oh. That's all you can do. Oh. Because nobody knows who the hell these people are until you mention who their father is. Or mother is or parents at, at, at this point. I'm just saying. That's the that's the truth, man. But for these kids out here who think, you know, who who just think that if they're going to get nepotism to work in their favor, it's not. You got to have the talent to come along with it. Like for wrestler fans, I'm gonna keep it short. For wrestler fans, you think of Hulk Hogan's son. He didn't even want to wrestle. He wanted to become a race car driver. That's what he did. So for people like Randy Orton, Cowboy Bob Orton, who Probably none of y'all know because all y'all babies. So Cowboy Bob Orton, his son Randy Orton, surpassed him as far as talent. Surpassed him. And then you look at The Rock's daughter, who just started wrestling. Now, a lot of people will say, is she going to live up? Most likely not. Why? Because The Rock is a larger-than-life superstar. So that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of talent to t- kind of fill in. But at the end of the day, you got to let people be their own people. Yeah, they're the son and daughter, whoever, but let them be their own people. Let them have their own identity and see what goes on. It's hard, though. You feel me? Now, it's it's, it's not like it it depends. You got to think about this. Now, you mentioned like The Rock, okay? The Rock wasn't just some average, mediocre wrestler. So, to to compete. With that's like saying that's like the, you said the rock daughter. I, I don't care about too much wrestling, but he said the rock daughter. You got Ric Flair daughter. Okay, you know you had the road dog. The road dog dad was a, you know what I'm saying. You had the road dog dad. You had you had Randy Orton. Okay, Randy Orton did it. He passes. He has his father. But again, it, whether it's acting, whether it's sports, because again, you had you got the white kid uh, that just that's like top in the class. His name Arch Manning. Do you know who he's related to? Eli Manning, Peyton Manning. So if he flop, it's going to just be like, ah. He's only getting a lot of buzz because what? Of who he's related to at this point. Because if he don't live up to, if he doesn't live up to the Manning name, it's just going to be like, well, he only, they're going to be like, well, he only got that kind of buzz because he's Peyton Manning's nephew. He's Eli Manning's nephew. You know? Like if Eli if Eli and Peyton's son try to play football, they're gonna be like, "Oh, we know who his father is." Now that kid, it's like now that kid has an expectation to live up to. You know what I'm saying? Like it, again, like rappers too. That's like saying if, if Tupac's kids started to start rapping, do you? They be like, "Do you know who his father is?" So if they if his if his kids are garbage, the first thing they're gonna be like, "They are high. They ain't no Tupac." But they are right. That's the first thing people. That's the first thing people are going to compare them to. That's why I said, like, when you have, when you have that, when you, when you're the child of like a super mega star, 
you have to live up to a different potential. Like Jaden Smith, all of them, they gotta realize this. Like, like, like Will Smith is just not some like, eh, it's Will Smith. <laughs> it's Will. We everybody. That's Grammy Award winning Will That's Smith. What I'm like you talking about Fresh Prince Will Smith. You talking about rapping Will Smith. You talking about TV star, movie star. Like this man has done it all, and then here comes Jaden and Willow. Yeah, and they have done. If they have done nothing at one point in time, they was really living off of their parents' money. They just, they just eh, eh. That's just Jaden Smith. You know who his parents is, right? <laughs> like you know who his parents is, eh, right? <laughs> eh, okay. So this is why I say like with Hollywood kids or just like I don't want to say Hollywood kids like. Fact, like kids, kids that come from money in general, it ain't even gotta be Hollywood kids. Kids that come from money in general, cause some kids, some kids work ethics really decline because they're like, my my dad is rich, my mom is rich, my family is wealthy, and it just shows like, oh, you're just living off your parents' money. Well, what do you do? Mm. Your parent, your dad is some, your dad is some type of big time lawyer or mom is work at some type of big time firm and then your kid is just some just mm. oh okay everybody just oh okay but everybody know his parent in, in the in the city in the county and all this everybody know him but when they like oh yeah that's your child like mm. Mm. your child does not live up to the family name so yes it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of like that comes with it you know what I mean we we all can't be earn like earn if you earn when you blow up then your kid fall behind it and your kid just average now now they just looking like uh, that's just uh, that's like, you know what his dad is uh, it's like uh, it's like uh, what happened my kid probably just like, like probably coming like marine biologist I'm like look go study doctors and all that I support his, you. his kid just ain't as talented he is. That's how it is. Just, yeah, his kid ain't just as talented he is. As long as they're doing something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you if you if you are like a breakout star and your kids follow suit and then they flop, the first thing gonna play is I mean he ain't they ain't no air. I mean you talk about shot kids, man. Shot kids got a lot to live Ooh. up to. Shaq kids, tell you, like Shaq got about fifteen. Shaq got about six kids. His son, his son playing. His son playing. If his son crash and burn, yeah, well, he's no Shaq. <laughs> he's no Shaq. But you <laughs> can't that's what's, Shaq. that's what's going to happen. They're like, eh, he's no Shaq. He's eh, he's no Shaq. But okay, okay, same thing. She like Aaron Carter said, that's how I be shot. Man, and before you know, before I pick back my man, Aaron, as much as great as a talent that Seth Curry is, he's no Steph. That's the first thing you always remember. Yeah, Steph, like Seth Curry is great. He's no Steph. Cause again, you got a brother who's like like at the top of the at the top of the mountain in basketball right now. He's no Steph. That's the first thing coaches be saying. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean he, he ain't no Steph, though. <laughs> he alright, but he ain't, no, he ain't no Steph. He gonna give us about 15, but he ain't no Steph. Can't shoot like, he can shoot a little bit, but that, that's, 
That's that comes with the territory. That's what's going to happen. That is true. That is true. But you know, if you gotta do something, make sure you do the best you can. And that's all I gotta say about that. But we we want to go into our next topic. We want to talk about this quiet quitting that people just have to have a name for everything. And it does not need to be like that. So for people who haven't heard, quiet quitting is basically doing your job. You go to work, you do what needs to be done, you clock out, you go home. Work is not your life, and that's the it. But for some reason, we just got to slap a label onto everything. And that's just not how it is. Now, I'm going to tell you what's stupid about it. Maybe you don't want to go above and beyond. That's not a requirement. That's something people want to do out of their own interests. Like if you enjoy your job and you like the atmosphere and you go above and beyond, that's because you want to do it. But if you don't want to do that, if you're just like everybody else who just, hey, I'm here for a paycheck, then by all means, it's not a bad thing. It's just, why, why do we have to, see, this is why we can't have nice things. We can't have nice things. What's your opinion? Mm. Now, y'all know how I am about the whole it's just a paycheck. Be real with you. Be real with yourself. Now, what job that you go to where they just allow you to just do, like, I'm just here to do my job and then go home? Not one single job on the planet. That's why I never understood people be like, that's not in my job description. What job you go to where you actually do what's in your job description? Your job description say, oh, you're supposed to Get coffee and file papers every day. Oh, we don't want to bother you. Like you're you're filing papers right now. Hell no, they will always slap some. They'll always slap some over. Like, hey, go through last week's numbers and, and tell me if you seen the errors. That ain't my job. You work here, don't you? That's the first thing. Like you work here, don't you? It's gonna be your job today. But when you are, and I'm and Aaron says, like, if you are trying to go above me, y'all, maybe you're trying to get a big role in the company. I don't know. Cool. More power to you. But you just like, yeah, I'm just clocking, clock out, clocking, clock out, clocking, clock out. That's probably what most people do anyway. Now, I don't know where they came his name from, but that's what most people do. They clock in. They already work at a job that nine, I ain't gonna lie to you. Nine times out of ten, black people work at a job that they don't really want to be at. They don't want to be there for real. That's why they just like, that's why like they be, that's why most people, most people when they work at jobs, let's say they get off at four o'clock. They stop working at 3.30. They start just procrastinating for the last 30 minutes. They be like, shit, man, look at the clock. It's almost time to go. Ooh, it's almost time to go. Because they don't want to be there for real. They punch out because they already know, they already know that they have to do this five days a week. Over and over just, can you just imagine doing that every single day? Just oh, Monday through Friday or weekends, whatever. You just be like, ah, come to work, file papers, put the numbers in the computers, go home. Go to work, file the papers, put the numbers in the computer, go home. Can you imagine doing that over and over and over and over again? I, I would have been left. Look, I, I'm the type of person where it's like, it's no point in complaining if you don't have a plan because a lot of people complain about the job. Okay, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. Well, that's your problem. That's what you do that. Because it, as, much as, as much as that sounds nice, like having a plan, most people only stay there 
because of the pay. Like most people work at jobs that they hate, but they be like, I mean, but you know, the pay good. So you only that, but that's also Yeah, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so you would rather sit here, bored out your mind, every, like you saying just like over and over and over and over again, and then you be like, well, but the pay good. That no disrespect. So it's like you really wasting and, and this is why they say the theory of like you really gonna be at the same job for like twenty five, and again, I'm not knocking nobody because you know, like my mom was at the same; she been at the same job for like 30, 40 years. Cool, but the times has changed now, so it's like you just like ah, the way the world is nowadays. Was like there's so many other ways to make money now. You sit in a routine just over and over and over and over and over and. It's just, it looks at it, you just be like, and so Simon, so in your head for real, you quit. You just, you checked out as soon as you come in the door. You just be like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't want to be here. But, but that, you know what that reminds me of? Uh, a couple of people made this point where they said, which one would you rather choose? Would you do something you really enjoy for like 90k or do something you don't like for 130. Now, when it comes to like uh jobs, the way they framed it as in you go into the office every day for like 130 a year or you are remote, you work from home for like 90k. And it really shaped like what your priorities are. If you go to the office, it's cuz you enjoy the office or you like the money, but for the people who said 90K, they they like, look, I don't care about you. I don't want to be bothered, man. You know, I want my own space. And the money's good enough to where, like, I can have my peace, right? Because let me be honest with you. Money cannot buy peace. Sure can. I'm going sure to like this. Money cannot buy peace. People, rich people, stay miserable on these drugs. They got all the money in the world. What happened? So if you want to find peace, man, you know, money can't find that. But if you don't want to be bothered, you want to stay from home in your pajamas, you know, maybe you, you, you got a bad hair day. Maybe, you know, may, maybe you want to spend more time with your dogs, your cats, your kids. Hey, that's why that's why, too, when I say like the world is like really changing because like you got remote jobs, you know, you got remote jobs or. A lot of parents, a lot of parents, and I, I mentioned this multiple times, but a lot of parents don't get it because they don't understand it. But you got kids nowadays like, yo, I'm being a, I'm a YouTuber. I'm an influencer. But thinking about it, while you got parents who you got like my generation, you got our generation and you got the generation before us, we were already programmed to, hey, get a job, work over and over and over and just stay here till you retire. But these kids nowadays are like, while you're sitting at a desk job over and over and over and over, like already like simultaneously quitting in your mind, all I gotta do is wake up, turn my phone on, and show and just have the people follow me around day to day, making money. So as a person who go to work every day, as a person that go to work every day and sitting there looking like, so you get paid. For people to follow you around all day, you be like, "Yep." 
That would make anybody want to quit that. You like, and I'm over here, pencil. I'm over here pencil pushing a job, pencil pushing at my job for eight hours a day, and all you did was all you did was vlog for for fifteen minutes. I I'm over here working for eight hours. You work for fit. You post a video for fifteen minutes. That's less work. Well, yeah, That's less like, work I didn't did all. If you did less work than what I didn't did all day, and and you just got like that. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> the only thing about uh, when it comes to this quiet quitting thing is the only reason you would go above and beyond is because a you really enjoy what you do. You enjoy the industry. B it's for your own ego. It's for your own personal gain. Those are the only two reasons. Right. Why people, but everybody else, it's like you do what your wage pays you, mm-hmm. right? For a lot of people, you don't make that much. You do the bare minimum, and that's okay. I'm not going to sit there, oh, work as if you make $100,000, even though you make $20,000. Like, there are people, McDonald's make like $24,25, and you know, I don't expect them to smile at my pleasure. I don't expect them to, you know, be on the Chick-fil-A, you know, extra sauce, you know. But that's because Chick-fil-A began that side money. You know, they be slinging them sauces, so that's why they so happy. But, you know, do do as, as much as you want to, right? If you want to go above and beyond, cool. If you don't, you don't got to do it. As, as long as I do get my curly fries, that's that's all I ask. You know, my, pleasure. my pleasure. Now, <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> right. when, when we done this podcast, my pleasure. Now, <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> but sometimes, too, it it can be a good and a bad thing. Like I get the whole like I get the whole thing of if you only getting paid twelve dollars an hour, why would you go above me on right? But also. That kind of depicts your your work ethics as a person as well. Because think yeah. about it like this. Yeah, you may not be making top dollar. Yeah, you may not be making big money. But is this how you're going to carry yourself through life? Because you're like, oh, I don't really want to be here. So I'm just going to do the best. Because like bare minimum people, you, y'all have to realize and understand. Bare minimum people... You ain't really going to get far because you just like eh, I'm just going to do I'm just going to do the bare minimum, like that is you know a good what I mean. Point. But and this is why and that's like working at jobs too, where it's like sometimes jobs will get carried away and, and run you ragged because they're like yeah we can always depend on you like so you just you break your back for a company and you may not even be reaping the benefits for it. You might just be overworking yourself to death. Then you might move up in a company. One time, you ain't moved up to the assistant manager, the regional manager, CEO, partner at the corner desk. You ain't moving up that far, but you over here working yourself to death. But bare minimum, sometimes you got to realize you can't get comfortable with bare minimum because of the fact that bare minimum will haunt you. Trust me, I worked in retail too. I came about retail. What you got to do, like you had the girls who just dated, they were just like, I'm just going to do it. And that's. Like they legit did the bare minimum, and I was like, "Yeah." And you wonder, and you wonder why you haven't moved up, you haven't moved up, you haven't moved up, because they see they be like, "You got piss poor attitude," and you just like, 
I'm gonna just do. I'm gonna just do what I'm. I'm do what I'm paid paid to do, and I'm gone home. You do no like you do no bosses and stuff. Look at that. They be like, oh, so you just like you, like you can all. But to to sum it all up, somebody who's doing the bare minimum that means that means if you're doing the bare minimum that means you're easy you're easily replaceable. Cause you can go find anybody to go do the bare minimum. Hey, I need you to just stack boxes all day. And, and you can go hire somebody to stack boxes for six hours. Yeah, stack these boxes. And you be like, man, that's all I do is stack boxes. Oh, you just do the bare minimum? All right, cool. We're going to go ahead and let you go. Bring the next person in. Hey, I just need you to stack these boxes. Like, you got that just that minimum that like, what well, I get paid to do? Stack boxes. That means you're easy. That, yeah, that means you're easy replaceable because you're just like, well, I guess you said you want to do the bare minimum. I can go find anybody to replace you. That is a fair point because you look at uh, the recession, not the recession, but you look at uh, 2020 uh, when everything starts shutting down and people were losing jobs, getting laid off, and most of the people, you know, got laid off unexpectedly, mm-hmm. you know, but. It's like your habits and like your patterns will follow you wherever you go. So I just find it so interesting how people will be like, uh, I don't want to work a job. I want to be a boss. I want to be a CEO. Bro, if you procrastinate at work, you're going to procrastinate as a CEO and you're not going to get anything done. It, it follows you wherever you go. So like for me as a professional procrastinator, I had to get that fixed. So for people who want to uh, build in life, right? You are being watched wherever you go. And that's why I said for people who go above beyond, they're doing it for themselves, for the personal gain or for money. If they're doing it for money, that's obvious reasons. But if they're doing it for the personal gain, it's because they got a goal in mind. I want to become CEO, like Fungadelic said, I want to become this position. So people who see work ethic, they're going to notice. Never think anybody, no one's watching because people are always watching. They see the rewards and maybe you don't want to stay in that company, but people will promote you, promote you, promote you, and they recommend you. And then they will say, oh, in case you need some sort of uh, referral or some sort of, you know, testimony, they got your back. So I would say do it if you care about it. You know, as far as people who are out there just doing a bare minimum, just like Fungadelic said, you know, you're not going to get in these high positions. So you, something has to give. I could, just like John and Paul said, something's got to give. My pleasure. Now, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, good. but and it's like prime example, right? And I, I use this, I use this as reference because it's, you know, it's pertaining to me, but it's, it's what is what I is what I experienced. Oh, this one—it wasn't me going above beyond. It's just some people recognize work ethics. Like when I got my first job working at Roche, right? All I did was come in midnight, clean the store, clean the store all day long. So I worked in the morning time, like one time to fill in for somebody. The lady hit the lady that worked in the back was like, "Yo, are you free all day?" Yeah. Yo, boom. That's how I went from working at night to the daytime. Went from that to the end of, this was the end of 2013 going to 2014. One of the girls on the security team was just like, yo, 
joined the security team. Why? Because they seen how I work. And which, which got me to, which, what got me up out of Ross and moved on was another lady from a rival store seen me picking up shoes. She was like, do they pay you to do that? I was like, nah, I'm just killing time. Meaning I'm not I'm not your average security guard. It's like, well, I'm going to just stand here because this is what I get paid to do. No. She was just like, hey, look, if you're looking to, find, if you're looking to move up or get a job that pays better, uh, another LP job that pays better, but here's my information. Like, bring your resume to my store. So what I do, what I did before I came to work, I got up, drove to her store, dropped off her dropped off my, my resume, Heard back from her boss in like I think it was like two weeks. You never like like Aaron said, you never know who's watching. You never know. So that's why I say, like, you may hate a job, but always go, always go with the mindset of going to a job like, I'm gonna still give this job a hundred percent. I hate this job. Yeah. I hate this job with a passion. I understand it's paying the bills, but I hate this job with a passion. But always go in there and give it a hundred percent because you are never, you never, 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 never know who's watching because the one of the higher ups can come visit the, they can come to the firm or to the store, or whatever. They can be like, hey, uh, what's his name? They like, who Aaron? Oh, that's one of our best guys. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Is he interested in moving up in the company or something? They might approach Aaron just because. They might approach her just because they're like, yo, like, you know, we came in one time, we seen that you was going above and beyond. Hey, how would you feel you making a switch from this to this? That's how you get, you still get recognized because, like, really, you never know who's watching. And and it's as simple as that. I, I, I'll tell you this, though. To piggyback off what you said, it comes down to perspective and a plan. So people who hate your job, we not talk about, you know, people who enjoy what we do. You know, me and Funkadelli Jones, we enjoy what we do. But for people who hate, (laughs) for people who hate, you know, their position, you got to look at it in perspective. There's a lesson Mm -hmm. in everything. What can you take away from this? Life ain't peachy keen. Life ain't sunshine and rainbows. Every job you have is not going to be that way. So once you're starting out, you're not making that much money. You got to drive so far and do this. You got to be like, all right, I'm paying my dues. That's how you got to see it. I'm paying my dues. You know, I'm eating the dirt, as people in business say, to be able to get to a position to where once I get to that level, I see where I come from and I understand why I work so hard. Mm. And Again, it comes with having a goal, you know, what do you want to do? Some people don't want want to do anything, to be honest. You know, some people really don't have a goal. They need a little direction. So that's why they stay where they are. But for the people who have a goal, they just stuck in that time. Look, time flies, right? It it was 2022 years ago. (laughs) It's 2022 right now, about to be 2023. Time flies. So... Whatever you want to do, start it as soon as possible. Start, start it today. You, 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 do, you never know 
who's watching, like we said before, and you never know where you're going to end up. Like, was the copy kid who's on TikTok? This the guy was doing construction at first. Now he's one of the biggest sensations on social media. A lot of people start out that way. Starbucks baristas, whatever. A lot of people start out at these target jobs and they had a plan. They want to be on YouTube. They want to be on social media, like Funkadelic says, you know, and they did what it takes to make it happen. So I'm going to just say that whatever you want to do, make sure you have a plan and make it happen. My pleasure. <laughs> okay, my pleasure. Now, <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna probably end this with a little bit of motivational uh little bit of motivational, you know man. And I'm glad Ernie touched on that, you know, people that got a plan, people that go from like so and that's why I don't believe in living like that's why I don't believe in living average. Because it's just like, one, I know it's too much money in this world. That's number one. But it's too, it's too much opportunity in this world to just be, to just to go, to just to go to a job every day, just to be there. Like, I understand sometimes you got to take a risk. Now, risk is not always good, but sometimes you have to step out your comfort zone and be like, you know what? I got to take this risk. I got to make a move. Because otherwise, you're just going to keep sitting at that job all day because you're just like, I'm comfortable here. Comfortable kills people. Comfortable is where you get left behind. And in the world that we live in today, there's so many content creators. There's so many YouTubers. There's so many other people that's coming up. It's like they're not scared to take that risk. So if you're scared to take that risk, they are, they're already a passion. You're scared to make a YouTube channel. They already made a YouTube channel and they already got 60 subscribers. What are you waiting for? But before I close out my show, I'm going to speak this into existence. Whether it's the end of 2022, 2023, or maybe 2024, somebody on YouTube, somebody on Anchor, Riverside, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, whichever platform that they listen to our show on. Between one of those years, somebody's going to listen to an episode and they're going to discover her. I'm going to speak that to existence. They're going to come pick up they're going to come pick up Aaron and say, look, I heard y'all show. I like that guy. Because it always happens. You know, man, people don't realize my man Aaron got a lot of a lot of talent. He does a lot of table talk. That's his style. That table, that not table talk, but that TED talk. I'm sorry, but that TED talk. I said somebody's going to somebody. <laughs> he said table talk. Somebody come eat her. Somebody's going to discover Aaron, and they're gonna be like, "Look, we need that guy. We're gonna speak that into existence on this show here." I'm going to say it. For those that don't know, between this year, by the end of this year, next year, 2024, somebody's going to discover my man We're going to speak into existence. Nah, they're going to find Funkadag. They're going to, Aaron, get out of here. <laughs> I'm sure. 
no, sir, we're not going to do this at the end of the show. And when I said <laughs> it, I, Absolutely. I said what I said. We're going to leave it just like that. All right, we're going to leave it just like that. You know, Funkadella closing out the show on the high mm-hmm. note. But just to make sure, just to be super certain, anything else you want to tell the people? Mic drop. My pleasure. <laughs> hey, man, nuggets, fries, doesn't matter as long as you go after what's yours. Without further ado, it's your boy Aaron from the hey, city. Hey, this is your boy Funkadella Joe. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. I know y'all probably think, like, are they sponsored by Chick-fil-A? Nah, what's his name? <laughs> I wish. <if> we would. <laughs> Unless you want to. Hey. Hey, waffle fries for everybody. <laughs> hey, hey. Milkshake, milkshake. All right. All right, guys. Peace. My pleasure.